now I want to say, hey, y'all. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. So we have, no. <laughs> My name's Hannah Montana. <laughs> and I'm Miley Cyrus. And this I'm Miley Cyrus. And this is Disney Channel. <laughs> Do the little uh armed owl mouse ears. God. <laughs> Talking about their favorite scenes on the silver screen. They'll try to stay on theme. Who said that this podcast was spoiler free? It's time for single best scene. Hi. Hi. I'm Sophie. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Single Best Scene, a pitch episode. Yes, today I will be pitching Sophie on the FXX show, You're the Worst. You ready and for a little... Sorry. You go. I was going to remind our listeners that our pitch episodes are spoiler-free and short where one of us is trying to convince the other one. And of course, our listeners to give this show a try that we have been loving and so Maddie what what are you pitching to me today yes so I am pitching a show called you're the worst which is a 30 minute dark comedy that actually ended its run in 2019 that I don't think I still think it deserves way way more credit so I'm going to show a very brief one minute trailer so y'all can hear and then I'll and then I will go into extreme detail about why I love the show without spoilers. Sounds good. Uh, I'm friends with the sister. Friends of Fat Lindsay. So what do you heard about me? Nothing, just that you're the worst. Says the girl who just stole a blender from a wedding. Oh man! As my grandma used to say, it's only a walk of shame if you're capable of feeling shame. Thanks for doing all this sex stuff on me. You're not going to see him again, are you? No way. Cute, huh? You want to watch a little TV first? Where's the TV? I watch on my computer. What do you mean you watch on the computer? You're so old. This is going to end so badly. I know, right? We're having fun. That's enough. Gretchen, this is Element. LMN? Element. Like oxygen, hydrogen. Arsenic. Radon. What? You're losing your hair. What? Why would you say that to me? I'm practicing. Practicing what? Dying alone? The perfect hate love relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a brief trailer of You're the Worst. Okay, so just a little bit of background. You're the Worst is a modern look at love and happiness told through the eyes of two people who haven't been successful at either. It's a story of Gretchen and Jimmy, fear, heartbreak, romance, sex, food, Los Angeles, brunches, friendships, and the fact that the worst people make the best partners. They're both narcissistic, brash, stubborn, but especially Jimmy, the main main guy who has found himself paired up with cynical, people-pleasing, and self-destructive Gretchen. It is a comedy that flips, like makes a dark twist on the romantic comedy genre. Mm, So that is the show. Have you heard of it? Have I talked to you about it before? Yeah, you've mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, but I know (laughs) anything about it. So it premiered in July of 2014 and stayed on the air for a total of five seasons, ending its run in 2019. 
with a total of 62 episodes. So it's very doable. It's they're 30 minutes all on Hulu because FX and Hulu mm-hmm. paired up, but like a little bit more, like if we're going to go into it, it was created by Stephen Falk and is considered a comedy, romantic comedy and a dark comedy. The main characters are Aya Cash, Chris Greer, Keith Donahue and Desmond Dorges, which I think people would recognize out of all of them the most is, I think her name's Keith, Kether, I don't know. She was in Pitch Perfect, the original, the first Pitch Perfect, yeah. and played the like original mean bitch who graduates. Got it. And then Chris Greer was in the last season of Modern Family, I think, and he's in the most recent season of A Million Little Things. Mm-hmm. And then um, Aya Cash is on The Boys. So they've all gone on to do other things. The guest stars are not anybody that I really knew except for Brandon Michael Smith, who plays Sam, which is one of Gretchen's, like he's like a musician and she represents him. But the two other people who work for him and his rap trio are named Shitstain and Honey Nuts. No. So that's the kind of level of comedy that you're getting. Oh my God. Um, so... It, it definitely was a show that kind of flew under the radar. It was nominated for a few Critics' Choice Awards. Aya Cash was nominated for Best Actress in a Comedy Series. And they, for the 32nd Teen Choice Awards, the TCA Awards, that's what it stands for, right? TCA? Television Critics uh, Association? Sure. I think it's that one. Um, the series was nominated for Outstanding Achievement in Comedy. So it was always nominated for something. It never really won. I feel like it kind of flew under the radar because it was on FXX instead of FX. Um, Cause it was a little bit dirtier. Like it was definitely like a, uh, like it's fucking dark. Like they, it's not, a, it's not a light. I think I always got this confused with terrible people. Oh, like I thought oh, they were oh, the same yeah. show. Difficult people. Difficult people. Mm-hmm. No, they're not the same show. And I wouldn't even say it's the same vibe. Um, well, it's like a 30. I mean, you're the worst and difficult people. Like, yes, no, no, no. I, you would assume that they're yes. like, there's some overlap. <laughs> no, 100%. I just mean like, since I, I like. In reality, both. they're not any similar at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think maybe whenever you mentioned you're the worst, I maybe just like assumed in my head that it was. Like, I would just get them confused because I, I didn't watch really that many episodes of difficult people either. Yeah, and I, you know, I liked that show more Mm -hmm. than than you did. So when season one aired, Vanity Fair named it one of the best shows of 2014 and called it the perfect love story for our time. And the San, as well as the San Francisco Chronicle, who called it the best sitcom of 2014. Now I have a bunch of quotes of other people telling you that it's a great show, but I'm just going to pick a random one. I'm going to go with this one. So after season two, it says expertly balancing character growth against edgy humor. Season two of You're the Worst elevates the show's excellent writing and talented cast to a new level. So like the show continues to build on itself. Every season, there's a different, Mm. like there's a different um, obstacle between these two people because whenever I was doing research for this episode, um, one of the things, there was a guy who does these, these videos on YouTube that are like, why you should watch X show. And like, he does it for, a bunch of different ones and he did one for you're the worst and he pointed out something really interesting which is like it's not really a will they won't they love story which is like what most shows bank on it's just like a how will they make this work because neither one of they're both terrible people like mm-hmm. they both constantly 
make the wrong choice right? <laughs> or I do mean, the wrong thing. And then the other one forgives or doesn't, but you don't ever know what the reaction is going to be because they both live in gray area. Like nothing is black and white for them. Got it. Um, and I won't spoil any of the show, obviously, because of, it's a pitch episode, but the series finale had some of the most positive reviews. It's one of my personal favorite series finales. I actually wow. really loved the storytelling of the last season um, because it's it starts out in a way that I was like, I just like, I I couldn't predict what was happening. Like it was so, the last season of the show was wow. so fucking good for what it was. And I watched it and I've rewatched that finale. Like, I think I rewatched it like three or four months ago, just because I randomly missed my missed the characters like I loved the world and again the last episode is just so fucking perfect like truly one of the most perfect series finales I've ever seen so I know and I've seen a lot of of series finales that I consider to be very very good this one was just so satisfying in a way I couldn't have predicted if that makes sense without spoiling anything because I don't want to because I actually think so you would really like the show um so my relationship to a show I just saw like a promo of it on Netflix and like or on Hulu and just like binge the shit out of the first season and then watch the rest of it live like there was no selling it on me like I just found it to be very I thought the idea of them both having already because like in the preview they showed in the first episode they needed a wedding and she's stolen a gift and he's like basically it's his ex-girlfriend's wedding and he goes to be like, I know you just invited me to the wedding to like make me jealous. And she's like, are you fucking stupid? Like, no, like I didn't, I didn't ask you here to make you jealous. So he's leaving and she steals something. And the fact that he had already canvassed the gifts, I was like, oh, these people are fucking terrible. Like, uh-huh. and so I just immediately was sold right at the beginning. Um, I thought the pilot was so good. Loved it. I didn't really know anyone from anything else. Um, so here are just three things that I loved about it like why I think it's great. It's got the anti-love story. So as I mentioned, it's like not fueled on a will they, won't they? So there's no reach of like peak happiness, right? So like in most TV shows, we're just like waiting for the couple to like get to the end and they get married and then they like drive off in the sunset and then we just are like happy with it, right? Right. So this like flips that on its head because we like know that's never going to be them because they're not that type of couple. Sure. Um, I also really love the the every b plot was interesting like they really developed the side characters and I think the world that they lived in was so rich with like his roommate being having PTSD from war because he was in Iraq but like they're too fucking narcissistic to acknowledge that he's super sick like he needs help and then her best friend Lindsay is in this like extremely loveless marriage with this truly painfully boring man like so boring and so she just like drinks too much does too many drugs cheats on him too much and so you like see everyone else around them implode but because everyone's morally bad it like works like nothing's too dark because everything's like already kind of on like a shade lighter than normal like if any of the other characters were placed in any other sitcom you'd be like that person's fucked up and on the show you're like Mm -hmm. man really wish Lindsay would stop cheating on Paul like that would be chill if she could just like maybe go one episode without it. They also are like the people who did the like Sunday fun day song. I don't know if you've heard it, but like the Sunday fun day better than a Monday. That one, did I I do that? Anyway, the brunch is a really big deal on the show. 
And then the last thing is that it's just like funny and sad. Like I laugh and cry. Like they deal with really tough subject matter. I touched on Edgar's PTSD. They have had some of the darkest seasons and accurate portrayals of mental health and mental illness. And yeah. And then it also like makes me pee my pants laughing. It's so funny. Oh my God. Well, that sounds like a very solid show. Yeah. So if you loved happy endings, love better things, or please like me, you'll like this show. Do you remember, please like me. We watched it on the bus on the way from Boston to Montreal about the gay kid yeah, in Australia. Australian show, right? Yeah. That's also on yeah. um, Hulu now. Another one that Ooh. I loved that was kind of dark. Um, <laughs> so I say you should keep watching it until episode three but if, or max episode five, if you don't like it by episode five, you probably don't like it. Um, <laughs> but episode three is whenever I think most viewers who like it would be fully sold. But yeah, I mean, that is in a nutshell. Well, thank you. It sounds yeah. great. Yeah. You're the worst, but you're not the worst. You're the best, but this show, <laughs> this show's also the best. <laughs> you're the worst is the best. <laughs> you're the worst is the best all right well thank y'all for listening if you've watched the show feel free to come chat with us if you choose to watch the show because of the pitch please let us know um Mm -hmm. i obviously would love to talk to anybody else who's seen it because so far i talked to an instagram influencer about it ashley spivey who's a book influencer always dms me back whenever i message her about you're the worst and i got my sister to watch it and then i was like i couldn't i didn't have this platform you know you got to use your platform for good yes you use it to um, enact the change you want. That's right. right. Be, the change <laughs> Be the change you want to see. Exactly. So, exactly. I just had to change the narrative a little bit, get people to talk about this show that ended in 2019. I mean, it's pretty recent. I know it was way more recent than I thought it was. I for sure thought it had ended before, but like last year was like a million years long. So, I mean, yeah, it still is. <laughs> It still feels like we're still in 2020. I know. Every time I write 2021, I'm like, what? Is it though? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Feel different for anybody else? Oh, God. Right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.